Sorry, guys. I'm getting old. My hip just cramped up on me like an old fucking grandpa. <laughs> Welcome to Cover Fire Podcast. I'm Nick. That's Lauren. Today, we're joined by Hard Reset. What's up, guys? Hey, how's it going? Hey, what up? Not too bad. Yeah. How's your guys' day been? Pretty good, man. Man, it's been great. It's hot here. How hot is it? Uh, you guys are down in Nashville, right? Yeah, it's 81 right now, but it feels a lot hotter than 81. I think that was last week we had that. Shut up to 90 today. Yeah, probably got to 90. Yeah, yeah, last week we had like a couple 90 degree days that literally felt like 120 anytime you'd be inside with no AC. Yeah. I cut the grass today and it wasn't so bad. It was like like 82. Pretty pretty nice. It's like a high of 82. Nice little breeze. No humidity. Yeah. Oh, God. No humidity. What's that like? I don't know. You know, like the worst place I've ever been for humidity is Nebraska. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Still think it's the, huh. the most humid place I've ever been. <laughs> it's like a fucking sauna. Yeah, it's fucking horrible. I remember state. stepping out of the vehicle to go to my hotel. I stayed there for like two and a half, three months. And it was just a wall of heat and humidity. And I was like really pissed. because I was like, why did nobody at my job tell me about this? <laughs> Going to Nebraska. To I get fucking it. hate <laughs> the heat. Everybody knows it. I felt betrayed and lied to. It hurt. <laughs> Just don't tell them how hot it is. Don't tell them how hot it is. Hold up, hold up, hold up. All right. Oh, no. Good thing it's a premium product in that premium bottle. <laughs> All right. So, you guys, um, you make music. Like, you know, so many of the other people we have on this show. You guys, <laughs> you guys just had a new single come out. Uh, Virtue Signal um with a music video uh what was that like like what was the response for that song we heard it we loved it uh i love every one of your guys' songs uh but what did you guys get <laughs> for the for the <laughs> he was actually up real quick for answer that at like six in the morning today when i was leaving for work he was sitting out in a vehicle blaring hard reset this morning i swear to fucking god dude he was yeah. showing this kid that he was hanging on. out with last night he's like let's go in your car and I'm like i'm, I'm oh, gonna yeah, show dude. you hard reset and he just fucking i'm it's six in the fucking morning i'm in the basement and all i can hear is hard reset coming through the, the car the, the, the cement walls of the basement. gotta represent i love that 6 a.m in the morning yeah it's crazy. That's all like, we could ask for. Texting was like, hey. yeah. I was like, hey man, you gotta turn that down. <laughs> you gotta turn that down. Man. You're gonna wake the neighbors. Dude, I've just been fucking Washington Monument. I've just been fucking hooked on that song every day. Thank so you. I just start the fucking playlist with that. I'm like, let's go. That's fucking dope. I do love that song. Yeah, me too. But yeah, but yeah. The, the response oh, that you guys got from right. Virtue Signal, like, what? How was that? What was it like? It seems, uh, yeah, go, go ahead, ahead Norman. Oh, go ahead. It seems pretty good so far. Um, we've had quite a bit of streams. We I checked the streams and whatnot through Spotify and Apple Music and iTunes downloads and Bandcamp, and it seems to do, be doing pretty well. People responded pretty positively to it, um, especially they seem to really be into the content of the song. So overall, it seems pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, I mean, obviously 
a virtue signal is somebody that's, you know, trying to get fucking clout for talking about a particular subject. Like, yeah. uh, I, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of a good <laughs> one right now. I called out a bunch of people <laughs> virtue signaling like four months ago for some bullshit. Um, yeah, I don't remember what it was. Um, oh, the Black Lives Matter movement. Everybody just changing their profile pic for one day. And, you know, it was just like to get attention or the people marching. Uh, just showing up and taking profile pictures while they're marching. Uh, to me, that was like a, a version of virtue signaling, I guess. Um, but like, what was the meaning? I guess the meaning behind that song for you guys, and what drove you to kind of write that that particular song? Well, excuse me. Choosing the title "Virtue Signal," I knew would be kind of controversial in itself because there is a lot of negative uh stigma attached to the word and essentially your definition and the way you describe virtues exactly how i see it when it came to writing that song i felt like a lot of people were more involved in showing themselves being a part of doing the right thing or being a part of a movement rather than actually being involved and that was my whole idea behind it you don't have to tell people you're a good person to be a good person you just are a good person that does good things and it's always on the right side of justice it's a great fucking yeah description of that right there it's a really cool video too um how uh, awesome was it shooting that like how long did it take i guess too like, a lot lot going i mean it, it took a while especially just because we had, obviously we had a bunch of people that came to right mm-hmm. um we, we pushed it out a little bit because of COVID, right? So we had people there and uh, we wanted to make sure we waited till like everybody was comfortable and, you know, we had everybody wearing masks um, until they were like sitting a little bit away from each other. And even then they had, you know, like the other mask on that were in the video. So um, that created, you know, I, th- I, th- I think we pushed it back a couple of weeks because of that. But um, I think overall it took what, like six hours maybe? Does that sound right, guys? Something in that ballpark? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the the theater oh. we went to was really cool. Um, I don't remember what city was that in Norman, in Gallatin. It was called the Gallatin Palace Theater. Yeah, yeah, and they they rent out for different stuff, and they were super nice, and um, they stayed the whole time and helped us with like tech stuff, and it was it was a really good experience at that place. So that's fucking dope. Man. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like. Especially, I can't imagine this. what it's like when you're coming out of pandemic, kind of into that too. Yeah, it was definitely cool to see, you know, a lot of people we hadn't seen in a long time. So, and people were wearing their masks, so everyone was being safe. Right. <laughs> and if you, I'm sure you caught the the general vibe of the video. It was actually Elijah's suggestion because um, the overarching theme was to have people sitting in the audience listening to me talk to them and then be distracted by their phones and constantly yeah. immersed in this digital world that that seems to be so important to people. And Elijah brought up the idea of having everyone wear a mask, just faceless mask, um, that no one has a real identity. Um, it's just a facade or a mask that people wear, especially on social media. Yeah. That's definitely a thing I see a lot. Yeah, social and, media, uh, media is wild. One thing, uh, and this is important to me, I don't know if it's important to anybody else, but 
I think another suggestion I had, which we ended up doing, was at the end, uh, you can kind of see all of us sitting there with masks. Um, because I also know that I wear a mask when I do stuff too, right? For the whole, like, you know, everyone does to some extent, whether it's in your work life, uh, your family life, whatever it is. So I didn't want um, people to take away that, you know, we were like on a high horse preaching, you know, we're all, we're all living the same, you know, life and we all have the same struggles. And, you know, I think it's important that we involve ourselves in that too, without being like a holier than thou type mentality. Yeah, I wear my mask like all the time still. Literally, yeah, like all the time. Uh, yeah, pretty much all day at work. I mean, a lot of us probably do. So, yeah, they, they, um, like a lot of the places, like there's a bar right by my house where they don't even like carry more. They don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, like, actually, I, I mean, they really haven't cared ever. Uh, but it's like complete, like, no give a fucks now. And I still wear my mask going in there. Um, I don't know. I actually like wearing a mask, but I don't like to let people see me smile. So shows weakness <laughs> yeah being in tennessee yeah. a lot of people don't wear a mask i still i mean i'm fully vaccinated uh but i, I still wear it when i go in grocery stores and other stuff just because it's like it's kind of like a comfort thing now mm. wearing it for so long plus it's like eh, it doesn't bother me so it's not a big deal and i hope the u.s takes on the act of wearing a mask when you're sick kind of like they do in other countries it's just a courtesy yeah. to other people yeah yeah definitely there was like the, there was not last week, two weeks ago. Yeah, it was two weeks ago. I was like <clears throat> really sick. Like it came to the point where I was like, maybe I have fucking COVID. Like I feel like ass. And even like throughout the whole thing, I was just wearing a mask, even for days afterwards. Even when I'd go do something, I'd just be wearing that mask. Cause I know like, even if it's not COVID, it's still fucking contagious and it's still gross that I'm walking around with this shit and like could possibly give somebody else the sickness that I have. And I just think it like makes sense in my opinion. I'm like, why the fuck haven't we ever done this before? It is interesting. I feel like people are a lot more aware of like germs and stuff after all this, just in general. And when all this happened, I was working for a Japanese company and they were just like, they're like, wait, you guys don't wear masks when, you know, when you're sick all the time, you know, because that's pretty normal in Japan. So they're just like, <laughs> they just didn't understand why we were so against it. You, the U.S. in general. Freedoms, man. Gotta have your freedoms. So. Yeah, that's true. Joe Biden's <laughs> going to put a microchip in your arm. Oh, yeah. Magnets will stick to. <laughs> no one's gonna pull that off. I seen it on Facebook. It happened. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Obama. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen those stupid key videos. Dude. People put like keys up to their face and shit. Yeah. What? It's like people will get shit to stick to them. Like, look, there's magnets inside me now. <laughs> it's fucking stupid, dude. It's really fucking stupid. Oh, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to go watch that. Later. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You have to go down that fucking rabbit. I'm gonna hole. go down that rabbit hole. Just crackheads sticking keys to themselves because it sticks. For sure. And, and the thing that's funny about it is keys aren't even magnetic. No. Like no, if, you put a key, if you put a key on a magnet, it doesn't even stick. So it's like. <laughs> that's like a fucking parlor trick I used to see when I was like a kid where people would be like, like a quarter on your head. Yeah, they yeah. like shove it really hard and it'd stick, to, stick on them. I used to think I was like, I had like superpowers because I could do that shit. <laughs> like, you know I can fucking do. I like, you'd be like five years old, like put four quarter on my forehead. I thought like that's some sort of weird. Also, like, I would look at the lines, like. On your thumb. Yeah. I thought that I was sewn together. 
that. You ever like weird. all like the weird like where your where your where your where your, your, your yeah, wrinkles, your fingers bend, or like your elbows, your you have all those lines. I used to think I was sewn together, like so, Sally yeah. from fucking. I thought My maybe was, there was a potential that that's how I was made, <laughs> and that I was potentially like I was a robot <laughs> or something because I was pieced together. You were pieced so. together. Stupid fucking kids. Some man. Kids are sewing <laughs> you together. Yeah. yeah, I remember when I was five and I lost all my stitches. <laughs> <laughs> like baby teeth, right? <laughs> I can't wait for my new stitches to come in. <laughs> oh, God. That's... Can I change the colors of them? I want purple stitches. <laughs> oh, man. That's the fucking stupidest shit ever. Yeah, they're dumb, dude. So, just West Coast custom. <laughs> <laughs> Pimp my stitches. <laughs> I'm gonna get a cool wrap on my, my stitches. God. Want a whole aquarium on my cheek? <laughs> so we never, uh, guys never. Int- they never introduced themselves. Did no, they? yeah, we just yeah. got into it. So, uh, introduce all yourselves and tell everyone what you do in the band. I'll go first, um, just because I know we're all going to sit there until someone says something. (laughs) Uh, I'm Elijah, and I play bass and hard reset. I'm Seeger, and I play the drums for hard reset. Such a beautiful boy. Thank you. I'm Dave. I play guitar and hard reset. I'm Norman, and I do vocals and hard reset. And together they are hard reset. Together they are. Form one giant, one mega giant. hard reset, mega hard, mecca. Mega. We'll just have you cut that section and then put it at the very beginning with a jarring transition. In the next <laughs> <part>. <laughs> <laughs> Episode was really weird. <laughs> just Elijah's laugh load. Actually, I I had to actually just released an episode two weeks ago. Yeah, um, that I had to. There was a lot of fucking cuts in there that were I couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. Uh, they were just they were jarring as fuck. Uh, <laughs> I tried my best. I did whatever I could, and it just was like uh, it was it was a one of our friends who was uh, in a in a band. We had him over. We were talking, and because we've known him for so long, it just turned into like garbage, lots of things. So <laughs> we have to like stop and kind of reestablish everything and then nick got a little too drunk and he's kept cutting in like weird points that didn't need to be cut um so like actually i i re-listened to it too and there's like one part that should have been cut 100 percent, and it did not get cut Oops. so i was like well this is here now here so, um but yeah that was that was it there's a lot of weird jarring cuts in that one so it's like like not like it hasn't been done so Hopefully We're just slowly things. transitioning the listeners into it, yeah, so that she can incorporate it in every podcast. That'd now. be crazy. Just imagine, <laughs> yeah. imagine listening to a podcast where each topic just suddenly changes with no fucking transition <laughs> in the middle of talking. Yeah. <laughs> so my name, I, I really like to eat pumpkin pie. Yeah, fuck. I fucking hate. I fucking hate all those people. I hate <laughs> them. Like, well, I don't like fuck? when they do that. What? 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 Pumpkin pie people? Yeah, pumpkin pie people. You guys ever had pumped hard pies? Pumpkin pies. 
Yeah, so it's pumpkin pie with mustard drizzled on it. So fucking gross. Yeah. Oh, definitely not. Yeah, jo- I would never eat that. Jordan <laughs> Jordan Hamsby has him in all of his restaurants in Angleland. And he's a Michelin man chef. Michelin man chef. Yeah, Jordan so, Hamsby. Jordan Hamsby. All of his restaurants. He's on a higher level. Yeah. yeah I, my taste buds are, my taste buds aren't acquired enough. Yeah, it's it's French. You wouldn't get it. But it's also no. like yeah. mustard on a watermelon. Like that was just a thing I kept seeing. Does it come with a peanut butter jelly burger? No. It doesn't come with a fork either. You gotta figure it out. Figure it out. No utensils. You're not allowed to use your hands. Got to use your fingers. You're not allowed. Oh god. What the fuck was that? We can't turn this into that. Yeah. No. Don't do it. We're both just like normal today because we don't have alcohol. <laughs> well, I mean, that could make it better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're just normal people. Normal Organic thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> what are some other odd foods that you know about? Oh, God. Oh, um, cheesy Oreos. Cheesy Oreos. No, thank you. There's Is that a delicacy <laughs> at his restaurant? No, it's, it's, uh, it's also French cuisine. That's why you don't understand it. Um, uh, like, Jamaican Jamaica beef patty with a side cigarette, <laughs> bread comfy. <laughs> bread comfy. <laughs> That's just the dumbest thing I could think of in a moment. Was bread comfy. boiling bread and butter. <laughs> bread comfy, right there. Uh, yeah. That's how you make bread pudding. I put a picture up of some like melted cheese and Oreos, and that shit went. Didn't, there was the fucking time where we Virals. worked at a restaurant together. Fuck. And there was the what was it the Jamaican, yeah the Jamaican beef patty with Jamaican the side beef of patty. Jamaican beef patty with the side of cigarette and sriracha. And he posted that on his Facebook, and uh, our boss thought he was serious and was going to try to run that as a special, well, we, and fucking <laughs> freaked out. Like I remember he came in and he was just bitching. You can't try to give customers well, cigarettes. Well, we already talked. We talked about this on an episode already. Did we? Yeah, but um, we did put it on the special board. Yeah, it was on the special <laughs> board for like and not for guests. To customers see. It was in the back in the kitchen. Yeah. But to really just kind of jump in, just to say the other weird thing we did at that restaurant and then just move away from it. So, you know, we, we, uh, put up, I put up a special called potato boy dough soup. It was also ice cream soup. And, uh, <laughs> they sold ice cream soup too. That was fun. Uh, but so boy dough has come and mm. the servers were selling guests potato boy dough oh, soup. They told were offering them. Guests that the special of the day was potato, potato boy dough soup. And that, I didn't know they were doing that. Um, I, they all know that I make jokes, so I just assumed they knew it was a joke. But I, I guess that joke was lost on the nineteen-year-olds. And they ran with it. Yeah, they they didn't know. Well, they didn't know it was a joke. They thought that's what the soup was actually called. We uh, had the so. we had a it was the potato cheddar bacon soup we had. So they were just selling people potato cum soup, potato cum soup. Which there was no cum in the soup. I want to be very clear. <laughs> it was regular potato no cum in the soup. soup. For legal reasons. Yeah, for legal reasons. Yeah. <laughs> no cum. They're not allowed to come. No come in the soup. Stayed inside me until later after work. <laughs> my special alone. My special alone nighttime. But you made your own potato boy dough soup. <laughs> the chef's special batch. <laughs> chef, the, the chef won our deal. <laughs> oh god! All right, before we go into more masturbation stuff, because let's talk about coming now. 
masturbate. Yeah, we're not we're not the cover <laughs> we're not the cover masturbation podcast. So that's our only fans. Check that out. We don't we don't, we don't have any fans there you go. yet. So um what do you guys what's your daily music playlist look like? Weird transition, jarring. <laughs> if you guys were to pull up like uh what should be our usual transition. Your day you know, just what you listen to on a daily basis, what would that kind of look like? Um, uh, for me today, I listen to The Killers and My Chemical Romance. Those are the two bands that I listen to today. Oh, yeah. Today, I listened to uh, Binary Garden by Auras, Joy of Motion by Animals as Leaders, and The Dark Pool by Thornhill. Uh, today I listened to the new air I breathe, new structures. Planet Gar- Planet of Garbage is so sick. Um, just some like video game soundtracks. Like there's this uh, game on Steam called Virtuaverse, super sick. Like definitely worth checking out. And then like just random pop music. Uh, my playlist today was just the Final Fantasy IX soundtrack. No, so sure. I just listen to video game music all day. <laughs> so, oh, I listen to the new Body Snatcher, or I say new, the Body Snatcher song that's been out every couple of days. I go back and listen to it. I don't like it. So I listen to uh, Decayer, a uh, song called Nobody, a um, band called The Hell, song is called Douche. Fucking go check that out. Great um, song, man. And then I was listening to Fat Joe. And, uh, Fat Joe. Fat Joe. Um, Big L. Uh, like lean back, Fat Joe? No. Well, yeah, but that okay. <laughs> <laughs> And then um, I did I did jams for Freddie Gibbs again today. But new structures. I heard someone mention that. Yeah, I don't think I've. What was that like? Because I've been meaning to jam it, and mm-hmm. I have not. Um, I mean, have you heard it, David? Has anyone else heard it? I have heard it. Oh yeah, and I have an opinion, but it doesn't. Go ahead. <laughs> no, go with it. Run it. So I was a a huge fan of Structures for the for the Divided by release and the release before it. Um, I loved everything, and I just thought they were so far ahead of their time, um, or ahead of ahead of what most music sounded like at that point. Um, I understand there were a lot of people getting really technical and and progressive, but I just, I loved their sound. I love what they have going and I was super upset to see them go. Uh, Listening to the new track that just came out with the music video, it's incredible. I mean, it's great. They're they're still good at what they do, but it sounds like so many bands have caught up. Um, And it's, it's in 2021, a lot of music sounds exactly like that. And it didn't like, it didn't shock me. Uh, that's that's. I still enjoyed it. It was absolutely great, but it wasn't um, like why I ex- I anticipated getting on and just being like confused at how different the music was going to sound. Underwhelming, you could say. Mm. Could get that. It, it, great. It was it was super good. Okay. I would. I'd hesitate to they, call they it underwhelming. Okay. They didn't push any new limits for you like they did before. Is that what you yeah. mean? Sure. Yeah, that was one of my, one of my uh, favorite parts about that that project, that band. 
And you actually mentioned yeah. listening to, to Decay or, yeah. oh, you had something to say about structures, David. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I mean, I, I, I love it. I'm just a simple metalcore kid, but divided by still like top tier. I totally get it, man. Because first time I was hearing hydroplaning, it was like, what it, is going on? Every day. <laughs> and every, then to every... now, it's like, song has a very, but then to like the same degree, it's like, this song has a very tangible message. Yeah. Like Planet of Garbage, the B shots are super sick in the video. Like they're doing it right, coming back. They're sticking to a good sound. It's just like, I'm, I, I just want to see what the rest of the EP is like. I mean, for sure. And on to you, Norman. So you had mentioned Decayer. Uh, yes. A close friend of mine named Zach Whitley actually designed a lot of their artwork. Oh, really? And he's the one that does, yeah, he's the one that designed the Game Over album art, and he designed the Game Over DLC and the Exhausted and Anxious artwork. So small. He's done a few fact. shirts for us, too. Mm -hmm. yeah, your, he, you know, like your ideas and then finalize them and stuff. Zach's really yeah. good. Yeah, he's a really co close friend of mine, and he has done a lot of our merch designs and our artwork. That's fucking, that's great. That's crazy. It's always nice to like have somebody that you're close with that is that you can, <clears throat> sorry, that you can like help boost too because you, you know that they have this talent and you're like, dude, somebody needs to see this. And then you're like, oh. Like, no, absolutely. Yeah, for he, sure. He, he just posted not long ago, right? He, he uh, who was it? Panic at the Disco, right? Yeah, he just designed it for them. Yeah. They're selling a Panic at the Disco t-shirt at Hot Topic that he did, Damn. that he posted not long ago, so it's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Big ups. Big ups. I wish I was good at things. You're great at doing podcasts. Well, well, stop, <laughs> hey, it. stop it. Stop <laughs> it. So, Plus, Decayer is like the sweetest boys, too. Yeah, I, I've, I've never met them. Like, I love their music. Never seen they're, them. They're just uh, killing it. Uh, the ones I mean, I've I've listened to a bunch of their music, but that, that song "Nobody" and I hate to be a big breakdown cup because I don't BBC. BBC. Uh, I don't I don't try to be all about just the breakdowns, like, but the breakdown in that song. I mean, the whole song is great, but the breakdown particularly in that song is just it's just great. So it just it just like ooh, I don't know, something <laughs> talking about, about breakdowns. Yeah. That new Lorna Shore. It's weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Facts. Holy new vocalist, right? Will? Yeah. Will Ramos. Yep. And fucking monster. And talking about, heard it. talking about breakdowns, you've listened to Hard Reset, right? We're just one big breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> That's that Nashville. Facts. You guys Nashville have, heavy. You guys have that um, fucking breakdown in uh, Turn 8 uh, EXE. Yeah. That fucking thing is insane too. Mm -hmm. That's a our uh, our infamous right breakdown. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. <laughs> so, do you want to kind of tell the listeners about what goes on in that uh, breakdown for us? Yeah. yeah. Um, either I or Elijah. Um, <laughs> you take it. So that breakdown, uh, pretty much. I mean, breakdowns just rule in general yeah. i love breakdowns yeah but the the concept behind that with the song and and having that sample clip the sample clip was um 
a real 911 phone call of a little girl who found her brother who shot himself. And so she's on the phone with dispatch talking to them about what she saw and just the emotion, the raw emotion in this child's voice. Um, it's, it's very emotional and it's very upsetting and it really matched the vibe of the overall general substance of the song that is terminate. And so and when this the latter part of that breakdown hits, it's when she's just even more distressed and she's just screaming and then it just hits so much harder and just slows down. It's just following the wave of emotion. And it's supposed to make you feel just that dread and how just disgusting it feels and what loss really feels like. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty, yeah, pretty fucking intense uh, when you hear you guys. <clears throat> Who are listening have not heard it uh the song is called uh terminate exe dot exe it's on yeah. uh the youtubes and the spot at spotify's and wherever you want to listen to your music i'd go check it out if i were you but napster napster <laughs> napster don't <laughs> i think i think a lot of people think we did that sound clip just to be like edgy and right. that definitely wasn't like the the main goal behind that sound clip um, yeah. it's like norman said just the the emotion behind it, the seriousness, you know, to try to to hear someone in pain, you know, to know that that stuff happens all the time. And, you know, it's okay to feel, it's okay to feel what you feel and other people experience it. And, you know, um, and, and while it is, it gets your attention. It was, it was never meant to be just, you know, a, right. an edgelord type shit. So. Yeah. And I think you can kind of see that a lot in the, the lyrics you guys write. They're, they're all pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty, follow a similar theme like yeah. that right yeah, yeah. that uh there that clip of that breakdown actually got quite a bit of views on a tiktok channel and uh it was just the breakdown and, and reading the comments was kind of funny because you know people would be like oh this whatever whatever and then other people comment and be like you obviously haven't like listened to the rest of the song you know yeah. it's like so without context i can definitely see you know why people are just like oh just you know edgy breakdown early 2000s vibe which I love early 2000s vibes, so yeah. that's cool, too. <laughs> oh, it's that good shit. The fucking, yep. and then she bled. The fucking chimp in the background. Yeah, that, uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, there's... Suicide that, silence. Yeah. That in sync. In sync, yeah. Well, you said early 2000s, not 1990s. But, you know, that Backstreet Boys have millennium. That's an yeah. early 2000s quintessential album, I dare you, sir. Did anybody else see Suicide Silence when they were still doing like those Family Family Guy clips like long, long time yeah, ago? Yeah, during the fucking uh, no, they had that they had that one fucking EP or not the not yeah. an EP the demo, and it was yeah. literally like Quagmire, Joe, yeah. and Peter on the front. And they were all like fucking. I'm pretty sure they were in corpse paint. It was just this weird fucking. Maybe I'm remembering that wrong, but I remember they had the uh. Oh God! There's the one song where they just have Quagmire's "All Right" in it. Blood is it? Bludgeon to Bludgeon? death. It was yeah, like Bludgeon, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. an old version of Bludgeon to Death had like Quagmire in it before they released it with like their label or whatever. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing them live in Nashville and they oh, yeah. still did all the clips. It was pretty sick. Dude, yeah, fucking love that. That was that version was like like dirty. Was definitely yeah. like way better. <laughs> God too. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I like it when recordings are shitty. Yeah, you know, it gives that it gives that vibe, you know, especially with like hardcore music and other stuff. It's like I don't want it to sound exactly perfect. Like, yeah. 
I wanted to sound kind of trashy. Yeah, I get shit a lot from people that I know uh, when I start. I don't like the way this sounds, and it's it's hardcore music. Yeah, and like I've actually had that argument with Nick a couple times. A couple times, not always. A couple times. There's been a couple songs where I've shown Nick. He's like, ah, I don't like the like. It's how it's recorded. This yeah. is how it's supposed to sound. Uh, yeah, he, he gets it. Mm-hmm. He's not stupid. He understands hardcore music. Um, I wouldn't go that far. Well, understanding hardcore, not the stupid part. Okay, but like, <laughs> there's just some times where I'm like, I'll show him. He's like, I don't like the way this sounds. Like, it's supposed to sound like this, though. He's like, I don't like it. And I'm like, yeah, but it's this is what it's, it's supposed to be. This is supposed yeah. to sound raw. I don't like it. Fucking, it's like eat mushrooms. You're like, yeah, but I don't like it. Yeah. That's what it's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't. You're supposed like to eat the mushrooms, though. They're nutritional. I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, actually, uh, one of our ex-members who played guitar is kind of like that. Like, he likes being at hardcore shows and, and stuff live, but when he listens to music, I think I think he, he wants, he, like, he hears it perfect. Like, he wants it to be perfect and, like, audio engineer type stuff, you know, and then when he hears it, it just bothers him. He's like, oh, it could sound more clean, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, that's why it's good, though. I think I'm like that um, with certain types of music. I'm just like, yeah. I, ex- I don't want to say I expect it to sound perfect, but there's, like, you know, with hardcore, I think that's just my expectation is that I, I wouldn't say it's expectation. If your sound clean, it sounds great. It sounds great. Yeah. But if it sounds dirty and fucking raw and just whatever, yeah. like I'm okay with that too. But you know, something about like deathcore for some reason, I just don't like it when it sounds no, yeah. like, for sure. I just don't like it when it yeah. sounds like that, when it's all muddled and whatever, because you got some dude trying to push out these fucking crazy ass growls and yeah. it just sounds i don't know it just sounds yeah. weird but it's, it's almost like the 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 heavier you get you know what i mean it's like the more clean it needs to sound to really have that mm-hmm. show through like yeah. i haven't listened to the new structures but i'm sure it sounds really good you know from like an audio perspective yeah. like i'm sure because even hydroplaning way back in the day which is like the only song i know from them um it always sounded really good you know so on the topic of hardcore music, uh, what made you guys get into metal uh, slash hardcore music? We have a good thing going, Elijah. You can go first. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sweet for me, or... probably like the first like alternative, heavy, whatever you call it, music I listened to was probably um it was probably norman jean um i have a cousin who lives um in atlanta that's like semi close to douglasville where like norman jean and the chariot and all that came from and he was really into them and he was a little bit older than me so probably like 2003 or so i started listening to like norman jean as la dying you know um that circa of music and uh yeah, that's where I started off for like heavier stuff. Heavier stuff. Boys, what made you get into metal and <laughs> hardcore music? Tell your stories. Was it a certain band? Was it going to um, shows? Mine's pretty. I mean, I'm young, uh, so like all the all the old. He's only hardcore. fourteen. Yeah, I'm 14 years old. So, um, his mom is chaperoning the podcast. I get your Capri Suns out. Now, I wish your mom would just walk behind you right now. That'd be so good. My my older brother listened to stuff like uh, 
disturbed at like the uh the sickness record like that was basically where i started taking a liking to it as a like a, a child child and then really just growing up teenage years was like slipknot and and other metal bands like that that just i was interested in heavy music period and then as i have you know done this for a living and and uh dived all the way into to all of it i just i like everything it's deathcore hardcore metalcore proggy stuff um you know scratchy suicide silence records like we're talking about you know all sorts of production um all of it yeah mine's pretty basic i started with disturbed and slipknot and now i just love metal music starting from the bottom right here yeah similarly like i think all right there's a i have a fond memory i was in on a fourth grade field trip and i totally stole my sister's ipod classic that she had at the time and i just remember it would be like shuffling through songs you get like nelly like weird you know just the popular crap and then all of a sudden there was this band called waking the cadaver (laughs) (laughs) and i remember that was the first (laughs) instance i ever got a medal so i mean it was great from there but I think like in middle school, got into a Treyu, like totally three days grace. Then I went to Asley Dying, and then I found Parkway Drive's Horizon album, and I like still absolutely loved that album. And then it just definitely went down the metalcore rabbit hole, but like coming back to hardcore, and I mean it's kind of been on the rise recently too. Um, it's really just it's it's not as much about the technicality as it is about the whole vibe of the song in general or the songwriting and authenticity of it too so it's like i love that hardcore can be so versatile uh, whether it's like toilet bowl mixes or you're getting a really high end like oh man turn the sub up a few like a <laughs> yeah. few clicks for this one like i'm for it it's it's great so i got my start into metal and hardcore through new metal like probably like a lot of us did i was listening to i guess i started with metallica and then progressed into uh corn and limp biscuit and slipknot and fell in love with system of a down although they're not super heavy they have their really heavy moments and then that i have a fond memory as well as i met this guy when i was in high school I had long hair and we wear green cargo pants and my system of a down shirt and he had girl pants on and hardcore band shirts on. And I remember we're sitting in this, this class together and he lets me put this headset on with a combat disc player of a, of a mixed CD. And it had love is red and Casey Jones and all these hardcore bands on it. And that was like the instant that I got into hardcore um, pretty heavily and then started to listen to bands like kids like us and, eventually found the Acacia Strain and saw them when they went on tour with Zayo and Darkest Hour and Himza and Dead to Fall. God, I love Darkest Hour. Me too. I had to sneak into that show. I think I was 15 and it was 18 and up. (laughs) Uh, But then same with them. They got into the metalcore. Azalea Dine was a big proponent of that. And I think the first time I ever really heard double bass was from Mudvayne. And I was really into Mudvayne too. But that's how I got my start in it. Yeah, I'd say mine's, I'd say new metal for sure. Definitely yeah. is a big one for, for me and him. 100%. Um, I still love new metal Sundays. I always use new metal. 
know, that's that's just Limp Bizkit on Friday for me. So, uh, I love Limp Bizkit. Me too. Me too. Significant other, front to back. Huge, huge Limp Bizkit fan. Um, but, David, you said uh, that hardcore is on the rise, and that's actually something I wanted to ask about. Is, well, I mean, you guys can all answer this. What do you guys think is um, is attributed to the recent resurgence or the rise in hardcore music? Yeah. <clears throat> Being hardcore musicians yourself. You guys want me to go first? <laughs> I like what we have going. Don't be shy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think a lot of it is just natural. I think that <clears throat> like more metal, deathcore, like I'm trying to think in my head from like you know like 2007 through like 2012. It's like I, I feel like just like really heavy deathcore music, at least around here, was like all people really talked about and like all you really saw. And I think. I think that community as a whole, uh, at least around here, started getting a bad reputation because there were so many people in it. And when you introduce, you know, X number of people, you have X number of assholes. And uh, and I think, you know, people started digging the more house show vibe with, you know, that just kind of fits more of the hardcore scene. And, and a lot of good bands started, you know, coming around. And, and I think people just wanted something a little bit different, um, especially maybe people a little bit younger than me um who didn't really experience you know when, when they started listening to heavy music it was already past the time of you know that metalcore era that was super popular that ended you know it didn't end but it kind of faded out maybe 2007 or so and and they didn't really have that experience and and i think it's great because i love all the music that's coming out now and it's kind of a weird blend between like what i would call you know like what a lot of people call call hardcore, which that's a whole other thing and a big discussion. But it's almost got it's got you know it's got really metalcore undertones to it. Um, I think the hardcore and metalcore kind of go hand in hand with a lot of people now. Because some people are like check out this new hardcore band, and I'm like, oh, this is metalcore in my head. But well, if this is hardcore now, then whatever whatever hardcore. people call it is fine. Yeah, metallic hardcore. I think I think in Nashville, and when everyone can have their own opinion, but I think it was, I know I had a bad taste in my mouth from like the deathcore metal community. Um, and I think that a lot of people did. So I think that was a big reason for more hardcore coming up around here. Other thoughts? Mine are, mine are pretty similar to, to Elijah's. I don't feel like I'm qualified to speak on the uh, resurgence of hardcore music other than like people like it and it's fun and it it gets the message across and it's just pure i don't know it's 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 raw and it's it's a lot of fun for me that's my take on it yeah i was gonna say it was raw but it's also like i feel like it's more digestible to a wider audience it's like you can get an identical like identifiable sound out of hardcore versus like a lot of the progressive music isn't going to get as much like replays to a general person because it's hard to follow and then like a lot of metalcore i mean it's been a genre so is hardcore like for x amount of years and i feel like people just want to switch up to something new or get some nostalgia but i mean 
like on the other hand you have pop punk is like massive right now like so many stars are doing that so it's like who's to say i think punk just lives heavily in society and hardcore is one of the main vessels that that's through you know it works real quick i want to pop back in because i really like what uh, david just said about digestible i think that that i used to make a joke all the time about progressive music where it's like cool i'm listening to this person uh talk about aliens going to this planet and being the only humans left on earth you know like science fiction type bullshit where it's yeah. like and, and not me bullshit bad way i love science fiction but it's like you know i sit there and i don't emotionally relate to that you know whereas like a hardcore band can be like you know life is fucking tough with a cool two-step and it's like oh cool like i vibe with this a lot more you know what i mean yeah. like it's digestible and it relates to life and it's not about like calculus in the universe or whatever not that there's anything wrong with those types of lyrics you know but it's more like a story than it is like you know you can emotionally connect to something elijah Sorry, draws, elijah draws the line he says if they talk about mathematics <laughs> i'm not listening to them Keep math, they gotta show me that music. math degree or i'm not listening <laughs> uh i i liked a lot of what they had to say and i think the resurgence in hardcore is just the new variation of what people refer to as hardcore so what we call metal we were younger the generation behind us will say that's not metal it doesn't sound like the metal that i knew what was metal i think the resurgence is actually not necessarily a new genre in itself but it's almost like a revitalized version of hardcore because to me the newer hardcore bands even i don't think hard reset is a hardcore band i think we're a heavy hardcore band but my version of hardcore is probably very similar to elijah's version of hardcore so i think it's just a revitalized or reimagined modernized version of hardcore yeah yeah um and this is something you know for me but i, I like talking to people about a lot i all those things i definitely agree with 100 percent. i think for me a lot of the resurgence and the whatever the revitalization has a lot to do with the with, with the internet with, with social media uh with uh with channels like hardcore worldwide with channels like the hate five six um with i love hate five six with you know it's just we were talking from mario with upstate records about how social media i mean it's just so much more easier to get your music out there to be able to do things um, more people were able, whereas hardcore back in the day was more of word of mouth. Now you have the ability to just easily, everyone knows about this. Everybody knows yeah. about this. And then you have like, not everyone, obviously, not everyone knows yeah. every hardcore band unless, you know. And then you have we, like, we'd be able to, you know. Distributors that are doing just like, just digital downloads now, where Blood Blast, we were talking with Mario from Upstate. And they signed with, not signed with, but they are partnered with Blood Blast, which all they do is they now take these hardcore albums that normally you'd only be able to get if you were at a show and you'd like hand it to you or like one of your buddies is like, yo, check out this band and so on and so forth. Now they're taking those and making it exclusive digital downloads. So you're just like, now this is going all over the world at the click of a button where it would take months for this one CD to get five blocks away from the show that it got at. I, I will say just... we've definitely benefited from that. Social yeah, media has been a a big 
help to getting our music out there so i can't hate on it entirely i think no. it's a wonderful medium for art mm-hmm. it really is yeah. uh, but i remember those times of going to shows is you didn't know who the bands were that you're going to see typically like there's a show going on in nashville tonight okay let's go and people would just go because yeah. there was a show going on now with the um, mass volume of data and being so connected to everyone you can pretty much do first round interviews with bands before you decide if you want to go see them live you can look up their whole fucking set list yeah seriously i don't, I don't even like doing that i hate doing that i'd rather just yeah go. i don't i've been to so yeah. many cool shows just well that's like by going to that i actually like was just thinking about this was all the shows i used to go to at like h pack that was by my house it was just like this high school that they would have hardcore shows at they uh I think of all these bands that I saw there and I'm like, fuck, I really wish I could remember what this band was like. I had their album and now I don't know what the fuck that was. I was a young, dumb kid. I probably gave it to somebody like, hey, check this out. Never got it back. And that's where, like, I feel like technology has helped that to where you're like, wait, what the fuck was that band that I saw? And then you can just go back and go, oh, they played with them, them here. And then you can just see like, oh, yeah, this is their, I, now I remember the name of them. Now I can find their other stuff where it's unfortunate that some of the bands that I fell in love with at an early age. I have no fucking idea what they were called or like I just saw them at a show and I was like, yo, these guys are sick. And I had no, the only money I had was to get into that show. And then like my dumb ass forgot everything. Cause I'm an idiot. You know, I missed my parents dropping me off at shows. Yeah, dude. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I have a similar experience. There's a, there's a band that played at my high school or they were all from my high school. And- they were called like the house in the hole in the side of the tree. And they were like a Murfreesboro band, you know? Yeah. And um, I still remember their name, but I literally can't find their music. Like I, I can find a live clip on YouTube of like 30 seconds, but I, it's like, I want to listen to it so bad, but it's like my space got rid of it all. Yep. Like I, I used to have a physical CD of it, but I don't know where it is. And it's just, it's just like, it sucks. Cause it's like, man, I want to go back and listen to this, you know? And, and you literally can't, yeah. you physically can't find it. What's this one band, the Vanity Fair? That real underground (laughs) shit. It's just like R.I.P. R.I.P. to these small little bands that never got to take off. Yeah. I just miss shows, dude. Those are coming back. Yeah. Yeah. You guys got any shows coming up? We can talk about them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, coming up soonish, you know, a couple, few months away. Nice. Uh, They're both in Nashville um, at two separate venues. One is a buddy of ours. He wanted to get into booking shows. And actually, a year year ago, in some odd months, he booked a show for us. And that's when COVID hit. So this is his chance of redoing that show over again. We're playing with a band called Until the Dead Walk. And then another. are, are, Are they from Michigan? I don't know how my phone's on airplane mode. It can't be. I have no idea. No, I don't know. I've just heard of them. I've heard. I've heard of them. That's cool. Yeah, I think. I think it's just some tour. I. I believe they're coming by themselves, and we're playing with another national band called Interpreter. And then we have later that month, we're playing at a at the end in Nashville is a pretty popular venue for metal and hardcore shows, and we're playing with a band called Earth Groans, which we played Earth with Thrones. them a few times. I love Earth Groans. Those guys are. Yeah, Yeah, they're they're so chaotic. When is this show happening? Have you announced it yet? Are you able to say? 
the earth grown show yeah it's on it's a uh, september 10th september 10th Very bad. i'm gonna mark that i might come down to nashville for that. <laughs> yeah. oh, Hell yeah. my, my sister lives down there i gotta I, you gotta give me a reason to come visit her so there you go if you come down That's we'll get reason. we'll get nashville hot chicken before the show yeah. nashville hot chicken nashville hot dogs yeah, to get them hot dogs. Oh, they're from Kentucky. We known for they're hot from, dogs. They're yeah. from Kentucky. Sorry. Yeah, Kentucky. I was about to say I don't I don't know I don't that we're known a, for hot dogs, but we can get chicken and, and no. go together. Chicken. You guys don't want to get hot dogs? You sure? Hot dogs. How many hot dogs do you think you guys can put in your mouth? I'll get back to it. It's always there. I didn't ask this on the last interview. But I mean, week, Norman's the vocalist, so. Like he should start. He uses his mouth more than we do. Yeah, you got a pretty mouth, boy. Yeah. Very kind of you to say. That's probably the first time I've gotten that compliment when it wasn't from a family member. Um, so I could probably do one. I think that's the most I've ever done at one time. <laughs> do I win? Yeah. Yeah. Elijah died. So I'm gonna go with three. I'm giving it three. Did he just go get hot dogs? Probably. <laughs> he invented electricity. Sorry, I realized that I was getting dark outside. And I was just becoming. I was becoming a black figure. It's a black shadow square on this. So, um. Hard reset announces its black metal album. <laughs> I think I have eaten two hot dogs at a time before, both with buns and made of meat, that. and they weren't vegan. At that point, yes, but now I strictly only eat vegan hot dogs. Oh, so that's... I won't eat hot chicken with you guys, but I can help you get some vegan hot chicken that you won't like as much, probably. But can't imagine. I can hook you up. Hope to try it. I like it. I just had some fucking vegan chicken nuggets today that were dope. Man, they're getting really good. They I are. bought some chicken patties from the store the other day, Bro, and and they're good. a little pricey because it's starting off. You know, I try to buy it to support it. You know, to let stores know that people are interested. Bro, but uh, man, they're really good. Those... I gave one to a coworker, and he was like, "I usually hate this shit, but this is like super good." The it's it's pretty Boca... crazy how the technology is helping with that. Seriously, Boca spicy chicken patties are it. That's dude, like, I ate two of those yesterday. That's so Get real, dude. Fucking good. I like thirteen grams eat. of protein, hundred and thirty calories. It literally tastes like a McChicken. Like that's it. Yeah, it's super good. I love that shit. I, I like chicken. <laughs> and they're cheap too. Yeah, you can get a four pack for four bucks. It's so like a dollar a pack. Nothing child. wrong with you know eating vegan food. You know, I eat vegan food occasionally sometimes. I I'm just gonna make you. There's a fucking. I just like. Uh, I just like to eat. You know. I, you know what I eat when I eat meat? I always you, wonder what the animal's name was. Mm. Oh, my backstory. Yeah. Like, yeah. Where, how did you end up here? It's dead now. How did you get here? Uh, it doesn't matter what his name is. How, how his name was probably like 274906. <laughs> no, it wouldn't <laughs> Whatever be Whatever its fucking ear tag was. See, I, I like to live in a fantasy world where not like I think they're all just treated great and they have names. and They were hunted down and murdered, not kept in captivity. I just like to pretend that none of that happens because they fight to the death yeah. in gladiator yeah. style. <laughs> <laughs> <Meat> <laughs> the loser. I uh, all through college I was a meat cutter. 
So yeah, it's hard for me not to imagine that because I just dealt with it all the time. Yeah. Uh, I, also, as a joke, you should name this podcast like, of course, a vegan takes over the conversation <laughs> um, and makes it about vegan stuff. Well, that's going to go in the <laughs> just, that's going to go in the just description to go with the stereotype. Sure. It's definitely going to go in the description. So. Speaking <laughs> of Elijah being a meat cutter before he and I ever met, I used to see him at Kroger and he had, he used to have plugs um, before he became a corporate big wig and sewed them, sewed them up. And I used to see him and it was just one of those things when you see, when you saw people with plugs, you would, you would think they listened to metal or hardcore and I'd yeah. see him and I would always think to myself, I wonder if that guy listens to hardcore music, <laughs> but we never talked, but we went to the same shows, but we only knew each other through Kroger in the butchering department yeah it's true yeah i used to work at a butcher shop too and um i don't know i just i still like to pretend with that <laughs> animals live happy lives it just gets and they got consent to be killed because i like will like i'll literally just sign it away because I, I like I, when i am at home i'm just like sitting on the couch with the tv on not actually paying attention to it a lot of times i'm just staring at the wall living in my own thoughts just background noise and i will legit start thinking about it like fuck man they they fucking treat these animals so bad i'm just eating it and then so like i have to like taste delicious though so i have to like (laughs) justify it in my head they'll be like no they definitely don't do that this this dog this dog this dog whoa (laughs) i've never ate a dog i've never ate a dog i swear to god Uh, well, I'm walking away from this podcast. <laughs> I've yeah. never ate a dog. Cut that out, bro. You yeah. saying that. They slowly I'm... just start leaving the Discord server. I walk out of the room. It's just you. Like I've never eaten a dog. I swear to God. <laughs> oh, so God. you guys will probably you you guys will probably like this. So what actually got me stopping eating the meat was after I uh, finished college. I took a job at um, a donor services place. They liked my science degree and my butcher experience. And uh, basically, I would harvest like bone and tendon from uh, cadavers after they passed away if they were bone and tissue donors in the state of Tennessee. So I literally used to cut up like dead bodies. Yeah, and uh, after I did that for a while, and it's like the most metal job in the world. Like, I used to tell people, and they're like, that's like the most metal thing ever. Um, it's actually when I started doing that. And then I realized how similar it was to like cutting out the animals. That's when I was like, uh, that's, that's when it was for me. So, but pretty cool little job. I don't know anyone else who's done that. (laughs) That's the the only interesting thing about me though. So I won't talk the rest of the podcast. (laughs) You ever let the hunger take full? Because he's vegan. Did you ever ever take a They offered me a job where Elijah used to work. And my job would have been taking eyes and cutting out donor parts of people's eyes. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. They, they mm-hmm. did. It was a bad shift, though. I think, right? It was like third shift or something. Yeah, it was second. Wait, shift. there's like multiple shifts to remove somebody's eyeballs. Like, yeah, first shift we take the skin <laughs> and the tendons. <laughs> second shift we take the eyeballs. Third, we take the toes and the nails and things that people don't want. <laughs> Jesus. Well, especially especially for eyes, this is going to go a weird place. But especially <laughs> for eyes, you know, you only have a certain time period before the body has to be back to the funeral home, right? So um, to get the cornea and stuff out, you had to do it pretty quickly. Cadaver fire podcast. Jesus Christ. That's we went from waking the cadaver to cutting the cadaver. I'll be honest with you. I didn't know that you did that ever. <laughs> yeah. And that's I usually don't terrifying. Tell about that. Yeah, they get weirded out. They're like, oh, shit. You know how to cut people up? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. Don't fucking 
whatever. At least you're don't uh, die around credibly, me. yeah, you're credibly metal as hell. <laughs> you know, like you have the social proof that you actually did dismember bodies. We got the Man, what's crazy too? Uh, and there's another uh, another guy who uh, plays in a band in Nashville that I worked with there, um, <clears throat> who liked heavy music. And once you got all suited up to do your job, you couldn't like, you know, it was like a level five surgical suite, so you couldn't touch anything and. So once you had music going, you couldn't touch it. And we'd get metal music. We were listening to the Acacia Strain and all kinds of stuff just doing that job. But uh, yeah, the guy who hired me there, I went for the interview. And somehow he was like, I guess he saw my plugs and stuff. And he was like, yeah, I really fucking love Bleeding Through. And it was like the manager of the place. And I was like, I definitely am going to get this job. That's sick, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bleeding Through is really cool. Um I mean, I guess I guess it'd kind of be weird if you're chilling in a job listening to NSYNC. Or just like yeah. BTS or, or while you're nothing. cutting up a body. Just nothing. Just the sounds of the squelching. Just no music at all. It. Just no music. Yeah, just silence. Cracking bones, snapping tendons, and squelching yeah. flesh. So you're here. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, if any random pedestrian walked by and heard a Casey strain in a room of people cutting up cadavers, they'd be fucking terrified. Yeah, you can do a horror There's movie no... with that. That's awesome. There's you, no way. Did you guys see the uh, I love the tour they announced? I don't know. If, is it yeah. is it coming to Nashville? Dude, yeah. Yeah, I already bought my ticket. Sold out oh, already. Yeah. Did you get your ticket? You son of a yep. bitch. I got the Wormwood Night ticket. Yeah, it comes in Waves Night. Might not be sold out yet. Yeah. Um, Are they going to Michigan? They play some of Delmar, Eric Barty. Yeah, they go to they're going to Detroit. To Eric Barty runs there. But uh, you guys have um, Orthodox on that tour. Yeah. Orthodox is really really good. They're just, from around here. He just straight up. They make some really killer music. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I'm pretty stoked on it. That's like leading into like the next part of the podcast, like we're trying to do is actually pick up like 15 minute little clips or interviews at shows. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping to now that the shows are coming back, kind of uh, start the next phase of the, uh, the podcast. Uh, actually want to start doing the like recording live sets too. Uh, it's just something uh, next year, two years. diving, diving head first into the, the, the thing, the, the thing. Oh yeah. Very excited for shows. Very fucking yeah, excited. that'd be sick. Yeah, the Wormwood Night sold out instantly. Um, yeah, in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, the the venue they're playing in Nashville. It's the one that Norman mentioned that our show with Earth Grunge was at. Um, the end. That's pretty popular for heavier music, and it's a. I'd say it's on the smaller side of venues. It's not the smallest venue ever, but it's definitely not a large venue by any means. So it, it, when when bands come that people want to see, it sells out pretty. Yeah, I'm actually surprised that they're playing at the venue they're playing at in Detroit. It's pretty small. Which one is it? The Sanctuary. They, that's the place I saw them last time. No, you saw them at the shelter. Oh, damn. They, yeah, uh, they might be the same cap. I don't think so. Um, but yeah. uh, it, it's the Sanctuary is like really, really tiny. And they they booked them there last year. By the way, it's an amazing venue. Not to say anything bad. It's a love that venue it's one of my it's actually it's probably my favorite venue in all of detroit um but they um i was surprised to see him get put on that show because they they get booked in there last year for the the tour before they had to cancel it and um i just i knew like that was just going to be 
a complete wreckage. I saw fit for an autopsy there. I couldn't believe like what what happened uh, in that venue when they played. Yeah, probably fucking insane. Yeah, it was it was ridiculous. It was like fit for an autopsy. I don't know. I think I saw signs of the swarm there too. Um, I've seen. I saw Bulbadinia uh, there. Uh, yeah, crazy. Just like they, that that thing gets ripped up, and the owner's like the chillest fucking guy ever. <laughs> like he lives above the venue. Super cool. This is like you're describing a venue we used to have in Murfreesboro or in Nashville called the Muse, where the guy is just thinking hung out on top of his place all the time, and it was known as like there were some pretty rough shows. I saw some pretty rough stuff happen at that venue. It's uh, a lot of people have those memories of that place. It, it got dangerous sometimes. Norman knows what I'm talking about. Those are some of the best shows, and I like the smaller venues because it becomes more intimate and personal, and and sending people you know to the emergency room is a lot easier yeah. so the acacia strain is going to be just one of those nights yeah. actually the last time the acacia strain played i think it was the last time it might have been two times ago but they played car bomb and uh right before they played uh the vocalist he he always seems to give a shout out to the muse i think he has really fond memories of playing at that venue you know years ago uh like dead walk period time maybe like 15 years ago and he said this song, he's like, this song's dedicated to the guy who took a brick out of the side of the building and started smashing people on the head with it. Because, <laughs> like, shit like that would happen at the yeah. Muse, you know. Um, it was pretty crazy. But it shut down. It's a Domino's pizza now. So. Oh, Damn. That's tragic, man. Domino's pizza's not even that good. You gotta spill blood out Pizza the Hut. Isn't that from Michigan? Detroit? Yeah. Don't you guys have to be loyal to Domino's? Yeah. No. No. It's not from there, or you don't. No, have to be no, it is from Michigan. It is, yeah, yeah. Uh, but whatever. Yeah. Domino's There's much is better. Like the pizza like, I go to we don't, when I'm hungover. Like, they don't even have. Do they even have Detroit style pizza? No. So fuck it. Like, yeah. No. <laughs> like, no. No. It's. I mean, if that's what's there, I'll order it. I mean, I'm not like. I'll tell you what, Domino's pan pizza, medium pan pizza with the they do have white cheesy pizza. parmesan. No. It's not, yeah. But uh, Parmesan, cheese sauce, red peppers. That's it. I'll slather that shit on my body while I'm sweating profusely. <laughs> Hovered over my toilet. Oh, God. That's a day in the life of me. Piece of shit. Wow. <laughs> wow. What's up? So, if you boys had enough money for the rest of your life you didn't have to do work what would you do like if you won the lottery shit, what would you do slather my body and Domino's pizza i would uh travel and make records for fun straight up same i'd have to do something <clears throat> something with dogs like taking care of dogs that have been abandoned, or I'd, I'd do something along those lines, probably. Don't eat them, though. No, no, no. no. Don't eat dogs. No, no, no. dogs. Only, only vegan dogs. Only vegan dogs. Those are called cats. And you can eat those. <laughs> <laughs> They're smart. Um, I'd probably do the same thing as Seeger because I enjoy working. Um, 
because Seeger owns his own home studio and that's what he does full time and he's incredible at it. And he and I have worked together and I've had the opportunity to write music for bands and it's been fairly profitable um, and work together with Seeger. So I'd probably just continue doing that. So if I had enough money to never work, I would move to Alaska. and Hopefully I have enough money to build a 20 foot high wall, uh, concrete wall around my property with machine gun turrets. Um, so I'm just left <laughs> alone for the rest of my life, uh, except for whoever delivers my groceries. So I'm not going to leave. Sounds like Trump's wet dream. Get that. I'll just be left alone. Sounds like Fallout 4. <laughs> I'll just sit there and I'll go bowling every day and drink a, drink a fifth of Admiral Nelson. You will literally be the end of There Will Be Blood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But Are I you do... protecting yourself from moose? Yes. <laughs> meese. From meese. From meese. From, from the mooses. The mooses. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I do have a, a deal with somebody if they win the lottery that they win the lottery, they give me $3 million, and I get one year. And after that year's up, they get to hunt me down and kill me. <laughs> and if I survive for seven years, I get $3 million more, and I don't have to be hunted. Yeah. So wait, you got one year, you're good, and then you have seven years of always looking over your shoulder? Yep. Is that what you're saying? Yep. Yeah, and I already got it figured out. I already know exactly what I'm going to do and where I'm going to go, so... Well, well, like you built your fortress with the yeah. machine guns and stuff, you can just hang out. Well, I, I would not do that, no, because he's going to have a lot more money than me, so he's obviously mm-hmm. going to be able to. He'll build a bigger. Yeah. It's just going to be like rust yeah. in Alaska. Yeah. He'll just, you know, bomb it or something like that. Yeah. Okay. So he'll know where you I, are. There will be a newspaper article about the guy with twenty foot wall and turrets. Yeah. And <laughs> he'll know yeah. your location. Yeah. So I mean, how silly would it be though if? In a hypothetical scenario, you like put it in your calendar the day that you were safe and like got it a day a day early. Oh, <laughs> I tell you, I don't. The math there's was off. There's there was no way that I could. That there's no way that I could like be captured because of how he wants to kill me. He already knows exactly what he's gonna do. He's gonna capture a couple of midgets and keep them in cages. They're little people. Little people. I'm sorry. Not to. I don't want to mean to offend anybody. I really. Um. But and he wants to starve them. And hang a picture of me. I don't know what in, in front of their in front of their cage, so that when he finally releases them, when he when he catches me, all they know is me and hating me for being starved, and they just devour me. So that's how he wants to kill me. I like how detailed he is about it. Yeah, there's a lot is more. It Nick? There's a lot. No, it's not <laughs> no, Nick. There's a lot more detail to it, but it's it's not appropriate. So, uh, Literally, just sounds like he wants to create. You mean like. Place. So you're on year six right now. What's your uh, what's your address? Where are you where are you at right now? <laughs> yeah. no. Plot twist. You're already. Have you thought about that? Was the the mic difficulties earlier on on Discord? Yeah. yeah. Somebody coming in, getting your location. Yeah. If I was, if I, tr- yeah. Everyone always asks me where I'm, Everybody always asks me where I'm going to go to, and I'm like, I can't tell you because it's going to torture you to get information. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, no. No, I'm not getting devoured by 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 little people. It actually only because we haven't mentioned the the banner of the man behind you. In actuality, his friend is Chad Kroger. Yeah, and that's and that's how he spies on him. <laughs> that's how he has the money to give him. It's not the lottery. It's yeah, 
Fat twist. I am Jack. He's, spy. <laughs> He's spying on you, San. I found him. Look at this photograph. Do <laughs> you have anything you want to say, Chad? He's a strong, silent type. He's, he's a little, he's a little shy right now. He's not. He's shy. He's had a rough day. He's had a rough life. Yeah. He's yeah. been standing in lines. The clubs will never get him. Jesus. He just wants his his nickel back. It's like the bottom of the ninth, and he's never gonna win. Jesus. He bought something for forty five cents, gave him two quarters, and didn't get his nickel back. He's so upset right now. Okay, for all I'm the done. right reasons. Done with for... the nickelback puns. What's Jeez. the matter? Oh, pizzeria. Cheese old pizzeria. I hate that so I think you said Volvadinia earlier. Did you see their ad campaign that they're fucking doing with Bob the Butcher? Did you guys happen to see that by chance? They're just taking no. they, they released a new album and they're taking like one of the guys from the album and just photoshopping it in different band album covers. It's kind of interesting. <laughs> It's like what do they did it in like the the hell chose me from Carnifex and then yeah. they took like the the, the the ritual sacrifice from one of the priests and they're like no hell didn't choose you Bob <laughs> you can't do that oh, dude, you can't do that is it like a collage no they're just tagging the band and then like I don't know it works it's working because like yeah. I, I see it all over social media <laughs> they're getting a lot so, of traction off yeah. of it it's hmm. pretty funny stuff but Go to the Volvadinia page and take a gander. Just look. Good old, good old Volvadinias. Good old slams. So, how long have you guys. I mean, whatever gets people to listen to heavy music, you know? Yeah. That's how it goes. Just gotta pull them in somehow. How long you boys been making music? What made you become musicians? Why are you the way you are? What made you this way? Why'd you make me broke, God? Uh, I started playing bass as a kid. <clears throat> My dad plays piano, and uh, he moved to Nashville to do music when I was a kid. And I played bass, and then kind of quit playing, and then played drums for two or three years, and was never really that good, but wanted to be good. And then was just like, ah, eh, fuck music, and then started playing bass again uh, with hard reset. So I haven't actually played a lot of music. This is like the first first band like legit band i've been in i've been in in, like small projects but i'm not like i don't consider myself a musician like i consider these other guys i'm just kind of here you know what i mean you're a real musician slapping the bass slapping the bass if it wasn't for those loose fucking strings pulling through in every single one of those songs (laughs) yeah there would be a lot more live people every time i'm walking down the street holy shit That sound literally makes me want to kill everybody. It's so fucking amazing. It's like you just that was the thing with, with the mixes. We'd get the mix back and we'd like turn the bass up, yeah. <laughs> like make it yeah. make it uncomfortable. Turn it Dude, up. It's so good. Boy, all right, um, musicians, tell your story. <laughs> if it's if it's someone else's turn, um, I started i just loved rhythm and, and drums as a kid my brother was in like marching band and i just always wanted to, to tap on things um typical middle school band shit and then got my own kit when i was 12 and played drums i liked metal music and i wanted to replicate it thanks um 
in my experience, I mean, it's been generational. Like, I grew up, my grandfather was always doing, like, karaoke and playing piano. And then my dad totally had a promo. His his band in the 80s was After Dark or whatever. And I know the vocalist literally uh, did a Journey cover band, too. So I grew up with, like, 80s and 90s rock and metal. Uh, pretty much, and then Guitar Hero came along. I played Guitar Hero, and I was like, maybe I should like just try to make this real. And then now it's been twelve years, so it happens like that. It do be like that. Uh, to speak further on the Guitar Hero to real life translation, I literally could not separate my hands and feet, which is a, a critical fundamental of being a drummer. Um, until the game Rock Band came out. And I, you know, Rock Band was the first time that you could actually hit the the drum pads and a kick pedal separate. And I was like, oh, okay, this is how you can do this. And I I owe my fundamental skills to to Rock Band, the video game. Just think, if you guys would have kept going with Guitar Hero, you might have like 2 million views on TikTok. <laughs> now it'd be way cooler than a real guitar. Yeah, yeah. you're right. I mean, there literally is a guy who plays through the fire and flames on expert blindfolded. Yeah. That like, could be you, dude. Just dumb. saying. Yeah. And we're over here making fucking sold out for real music. Idiots. Originals. K Mac is on YouTube. Do I say K Mac? K Mac. Yeah. He does a a video uh, where it's it's called. Guitarist plays uh, through the fire and flames uh, without learning it. Without <laughs> actually learning it, yeah. And he just fucks it up. He doesn't. It's just. And <laughs> the guitarist of Dragon Force does a reaction video to it, not knowing that it's just him trolling and just playing guitar however oh, wait. he wants. K Mac. K Mac. He's the guy that did that uh, when you. He, he, it was like when you get a Beatles. string, but Green Day is the yeah. only song. He does the Metallica. Kind of he does the Metallica. <laughs> he does the Metallica one bass cover where he uh, yeah. sits there and eats a bowl of cereal the entire time <laughs> with his bass just sitting there with like a one. It's got one string on it, um, and that's his bass cover. But yeah, I thought that was really funny. Where he just he gets the what's the whatever the guitarist name for Dragon Force is gets him to react to the video. That's and he has no that. idea that yeah. he's just about Probably to Herman watch, Lee. Yeah, he's about to watch a video of somebody where he thinks that they are playing the song without learning it, but it's just him just fucking the entire song up on purpose. Well, see, the, <laughs> I think I've seen that video, and I think the humor in it is that K-Mac is actually a talented guitar player, yeah, yeah. And, he's, and he's knowledgeable of what the song actually is, but he truly did not go learn the notes. <laughs> so that's what makes the cover, like, it. besides it being actual garbage if, if someone like myself picked up a guitar and was trying to replicate that song i wouldn't have a clue oh, of course he's yeah. like he's close enough to where it's funny because he's playing the right structure and the right patterns yeah, and yeah. he's in the ballpark on the neck of the guitar it's, it's like it's, one, i've seen that video there's like one point where even herman lee goes oh shit wait dude, he did it like, that, was, that was right or something like that and uh yeah but it, it was it was it was fucking hilarious i love i love videos like that Makes makes it makes I'll it. I'll watch it. that later. <laughs> it's 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 good. It's good. Can't believe I've never seen. I that. still have my Guitar Hero controllers and one, two, three, and Metallica up in my closet with my PlayStation Two. Damn. Same. Same. Mine is mine's in the attic. 
10 feet that way. Doing a classroom as well. Hard reset. You tell me you don't have Guitar Hero Van Halen? No respect. <laughs> Turns out you guys don't actually play real music. You're just playing all guitar instruments the entire time. Yeah, they're encased inside of your like instruments. Yeah. So. You just you just hook your Guitar Hero controllers up to a MIDI board and just fucking send it off for real musicians to play. <laughs> they figured it. I mean, out if I could, I would. That's, they have to change uh, the band could, name and start it. Abort! 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 <laughs> This interview's over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Norman. You're um, so I my I don't have any musicians in my family or anyone I know that plays music. So it was kind of an odd thing for me to even pick it up. I remember my sister became friends with people at her new high school and they played guitar. So my parents bought her like this small acoustic guitar from Walmart for for Christmas I mean she never played it and I remember picking it up one day and wanting to learn all of the system of a down songs that I could figure out and so listening to system of a down and then learning their discography so learning toxicity and then their self-titled album uh, kind of got me into playing guitar and then I realized I wanted to play drums when I was sitting in my room at night with the lights off and I'm air drumming to the as I lay dying and just pretending I'm playing a drum kit, I probably looked ridiculous even thinking about it now, but I would learn the parts without ever having touched a drum set in my life. So they were probably wrong. <laughs> and so my one year, my mom bought me a, a really cheap drum set. So I learned how to play drums. Um, so it kind of just evolved into me eventually getting good enough to do what I do now. You know, I'm getting by basically. And that's just where I got my start with playing music. Super fucking dope. Super dope. Super dope. Not Guitar Hero, though. Like, like other instruments. So, yeah. Right. But I did have to go to a vocal coach to do my vocals. I've been training for years now. Oh, shit. What's that been like? It was a fib. <laughs> oh. Hypothetical. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't true. Darn! You got us. Got just, him. just like they got us with Christianity. God damn it. That's, that's a big, that's just a big cover up for an affair. I'm convinced. <laughs> First, I nail this to my head, then I nail your God to a cross. Damn. That's in the Bible, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, 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 yes. The L Bible. The L Bible. The Bible. Isn't that fucking. So you might not have a vocal coach, but every time you record vocals, you have to do that water droplet sound into the mic. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear. Like a, I can't do it. Can you do it? Uh, it's not loud enough. Hey, when, we, when we did a virtue signal not that long ago at our buddy's place, who recorded for us, uh, shout out to Sam. Uh, Norman did this like water droplet noise right at the breakdown <laughs> we thought about keeping it because it was just so big. i think i can get it oh, there we go yeah yeah it's my one yep. talent that impresses everyone <laughs> does anybody else have an amazing talent that impresses people like poop noise or 
Elijah's vegan. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we mentioned that yet. Wow. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. Yeah, awesome. Vegan payroll for me. Um, I honestly don't know of one either, unfortunately. Other than being talented musicians. I don't think least, I. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So if you guys could change one thing about the music industry, what would it be? What would it be? Music industry. Um, it's there's a lot of things that are like, as as social media and the internet and technology have progressed. Uh, rec- I mean, this is I'm super biased because I run a recording studio, so it's like budgets for productions have died um and the it's not necessarily the music industry's fault that attention spans have also died so it's like you know there's so much content in in an oversaturated market and everything that it capturing a human's attention for more than three seconds to show them a piece of material that has been meticulously written and and carefully from inception to completion is a massive deal to individuals means nothing to anyone else. So, and that hurts the music industry because we can't sell physical copies and make enough money to put decent budgets behind projects that are written by truly talented individuals. Um, So I guess that's the oversaturation and the, the advancement of technology, which I'm not complaining. We still all do great. The music industry is still incredible, but it has a massive shift from the old way where there were, it was not easier, but it was uh, a bigger deal. It was a bigger project and a, a, a market in which more people could succeed. That's is, it's a two way. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm speaking. I'm contradicting myself because it's easier to succeed now with the uh, volume of social media and being shown and, and exposed around the entire world. But it is also very, very hard to compete in that same market. take what you will from that rant i'd change something about it to make it better make more people happy um my hot take on it is pretty much i mean it's similar but on the i guess more culture side of it i wish uh a lot of subgenres were not as exclusive like i feel like hardcore music or hyper pop or whatever anyone is interested in right now like the culture surrounding that people should be more inviting of that less gatekeepy less like i guess i mean i know you want to have some group you belong to at any point of entertainment too at least a lot of people but it's like i wish people were more i guess supportive even if they it might not be their style, but that's also just human interest. That's how it's going to be in general. But gas up your homies' bands. Like, we, I would love anyone from Nashville to succeed musically, even if it wasn't us. Like, I'm not out here to be like, oh, I hate that one band. Like, no, go for it. I want to see you take it all the way through. Like, why not? So do you think there's more gatekeeping now than there was, like, 
10 years ago, even? Um, I feel like it comes in different spurts. Like, I feel like, you know, MGK made a pop punk album, basically. And I know this is like number one example for a lot of people, but it's like the rock community. It got best rock, you know, album this year or last year, whatever it was. And people hated that because they're like, this isn't real rock music. But at the same time, it's like on the flip side, it's like how many people didn't know this type of music existed before and got a taste of it and then all of a sudden checked out Newfound Glory or something, whatever. And then maybe that went into Joy Division or just some different branch of music that they've never experienced before. Like, fuck yes, let's do it. Rock can be whatever it wants to be. Like, same deal for every other genre. Yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't even thought of it like that. I mean, I remember when that happened, I wasn't like pissed. <clears throat> I think I was just more like confused. Yeah. I was like, this guy coming kind of comes out of nowhere, makes that. I guess what to me, I guess at the same time though, like these awards are so fucking weird. I mean, you know, for it's like the Grammys. I mean, they have one category for metal, and half the time it's not even a metal band that wins it, or it's just you know, it, it, it's just a best metal song. I mean, you know, fucking. Love Power Trip to Death. I mean, they were nominated for a song that was this past Grammy that was made in 2018. Um, so to me, I guess the awards are weird. I don't really read too much into that, I guess. Um, to me, I just was thought it was confusing because I, I didn't, regardless of it being a rock album or not, <clears throat> talking about MGK's album, I just didn't like it at all. I listened to it. I just thought it, I, I didn't enjoy it. Um, it just wasn't. But I guess... For what you're saying like people getting the opportunity to hear that kind of music that probably wouldn't have heard it because mgk made it and now they want to look at other things so that's a really cool like way of that happening and i guess that is is like how we all got into the same into the music we are now is by accidentally fucking hearing something mm -hmm. because of whatever and they're like oh shit now i want to go listen to more i want to check out this i kind of like the way it happened so i guess that is that is something to think about there. I mean like how many bands would you have never heard if you didn't torrent their shit off of LimeWire like let's be honest at this point like maybe you were better than I maybe you had Apple Music and could spend 10 bucks on an album but like especially like The Cleansing by Suicide Silence heard it on there like and then pretty much grabbed every album I could after that like now it's just more accessible so like Go for it. Check out Just all the music. So far. <laughs> yeah, I had a you I had a live wire, man. Music. I'm just kidding. I yeah, I the integrity and the piracy and yeah, it sucks. But as teenagers, <laughs> we all grew up, and that's how you got music. That was yeah. the only way. Nobody. If I asked my you parents, didn't for, download a car. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think the industry's adapted as well as they can. You know, I mean, everybody streams now. You know, and and. You got merch sales and you have other ways that at least big artists are making a living, you know, smaller bands and touring stuff. I know is still a big struggle, um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 miss, I miss physical stuff, but at the same time, um, I'd be pretty pissed if I couldn't just stream whatever I wanted all the time. So yeah, it's antiquated. It's impractical. The, the industry had to adapt and it's the best yeah. adaptation ever. It's it made music easy for the consumer, and that's 
what matters when you sell, but it hurts. It hurts a lot of people just the same. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a I don't have a positive look out it look out on it like David does. He's always good at turning stuff really positive. That's why he's good at balancing out me and Norman's energy in this band sometimes. Because <laughs> David always, always can find something positive out of it. I just think that people suck and they'll do whatever they can and MGK one because he's already famous and he's got connections and blah 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 and I just don't really care. Right. So back you know back to the Warriors just being whatever. Just... Yeah. I just it'll happen whatever happens. Yep. I don't feel like we can control any of it as far as big industry stuff. Yeah, so. there's definitely I think there's definitely there's definitely smaller awards that are given out that are for sure I think a little more um a little more worth it, a little more meaningful. Um, yeah. But I mean. I guess just those bigger ones. It's I don't know. I mean, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, I mean, whatever. It's you know, it's got how many non-rock and roll musicians are in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to me, it's when you start looking. Oh, they just inducted Jay Z. He's not a rock and roll yeah. musician. So I mean, it's whatever. All those people like, getting upset about it. It's like isn't it Iron Maiden that they didn't induct. Yeah. 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 Good old Iron Maiden. I fucking. Yeah, me too, dude. I was just thinking about that. I was like, Ivan is an Iron Maiden fucking forever. Right. Number of the Beast was on uh, Tony Hawk uh, Pro Skater 2. Yeah. That was amazing. I just used to nice. repeat nice. that over and over and over again. Just listen to that. Fucking Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. I just found out you well, have that. I posted it. Uh, well, what would you change, Norman? I'm interested to see what Norman says. It's a hard question to answer. Um, yeah. Gotta take a hard reset. Ooh. Nice. It's like we watched uh, Savages. Don't lie to me. That one movie. I didn't say the movie title like four hundred times. <laughs> I think life just happens, and with evolution in any aspect, especially in the music industry, it's they're going to learn to adapt and acclimate to what's going to be most beneficial for the consumer. Um, so in regards to the industry, I don't really have anything that I would necessarily change about it. Um, of course, with the, the rapid increase in the amount of music we can listen to and the data that's right at our fingertips and we can instantly get whatever we want. I think like Seeger had mentioned, it's, it's, it can be a really good thing for people. I think the, the opposition to that would be the musicians that we may feel like are incredible musicians who might deserve more recognition may get beat out on someone who is more popular um and i think that's what those awards are all about not that they're not justified i think jay-z made a huge impact on the yeah in music um especially in production i mean the he is an excellent live performer so i think the the awards are certainly justified in some aspect and i think the popularity of it all really has um, an impact on these awards that are given so i think a lot of that is why people would get so frustrated i feel like it's it's a a, a pointless narrative to be frustrated at mgk for winning an award i mean he won a cool award and he wrote a cool album we should just celebrate that he did yeah. something cool i think a lot of it is the frustration of feeling like they're our personal opinions and bias for bands that we feel like are better than other ones 
kind of clouds how we feel about things. But the popular to get back to what I was saying is the popularity, I think, is where it comes with these awards. But how do you win out on someone who is obviously more popular? Kill him. I think we'll see a lot more like, I guess I can't think of a better way to describe like one hit wonders. I think we'll see a lot more stuff like that, even with bands. I, I feel like recently I've gone to bands, Spotify's, and like one song, you know, has five times the amount of every other song. I feel like that's kind of the, uh, you know, our uh, attention spans just so low. I feel like you just hear one thing and then you move on and you don't take the time to listen to the full record and stuff like that. At least something I've seen, I may be totally wrong, but I feel that's like. Why. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just saying, I feel like that's what I see as trendy too. Like you just see, I, I see people that it's like, hear news about people and I'm like, who the fuck are they? And I'll look them up and it's like, oh, they had like one famous song months ago. And it's like, cool. Don't know who the fuck that is, you know? Like, so. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly why the the artists that are adapting and evolving are the, the literal idea of the album is dying and the ep you know it's it's all turning into singles because it's here's our new song that is relevant right now this is down your throat this is cool until we write the next one we you know people just drop off of that kind of stuff it's it's hard to retain attention it's almost like hey here's one thing to handle you know like i know you don't want to handle 10 things here's one thing yeah and we're I we're definitely guilty of that and I'm not because oh, yeah. I've noticed that about the market is that people it's the the instant and they want to move on they don't want to or maybe I could be wrong in my perception is flawed uh, that they don't want to spend the time listening to a 10 song album so we release when we release EPs they're four songs long and then we drop a DLC which is actually was supposed to be on that EP but it feels fresh and new and you didn't have to cycle through six songs to listen to all of them so it's it's our way of adapting to that market although also the idea of the doing the dlc that david came up with we just liked a lot so yeah yeah i think that's all like really good i mean it's 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 hard when you guys brought up earlier the attention span of everyone seems to just not be there anymore um everybody just wants to have something new everybody i mean think about it i mean it seems like people are it's like a year and a half even a year later you see i see people on social media when are we going when's new music coming when's new music coming like a band just dropped an album a year ago and then the fans are already like wanting them to make more you know like they just put out a whole ass album like they're touring to support it like why are you why are you rushing them to do that shit takes time so i think that that you're right with that the attention span everybody just see isn't there and they want they want something new they want something fresh they want you to just give it to them all the fucking time their hunger will never be satiated (laughs) and this might seem like a silly example um but i've have you guys ever played among us it's like a little kid game but it's actually a lot of fun yeah and i enjoy doing the task because i like working so you can do task or you can be an imposter and kill people i like Mm -hmm. doing the task but one thing I, I I picked up on and I was perceptive to is that a lot of younger kids play the game or lower generation than than myself. And we will be in a lobby 
waiting for people to come in like you did in call of duty or other games you have to wait for the lobby to fill up and then you can play your game these kids will get in the lobby wait there five seconds and leave because there are not enough people in the lobby and that just kind of clicked with me that it's like that instant they can't play right away they couldn't wait five to ten seconds they're going to move on and i think that's just what we're expecting from this next generation coming up with the instant um the ability to get what you want right away yeah right and you can literally you can literally order something on amazon and have it here the next fucking day you know what i mean so that's just everything seems to be i've noticed the change in me you know I'm, I'm guilty of it too all the time i start something and i'm like fuck i'm bored i'm gonna move on to something else you know like oh yeah i definitely harnessing some gen z energy and <laughs> uh, and it's really nice to get instant gratification so i mean i can um, i do the amazon one same day shipping or yeah. i won't order it unless it's yeah same day. i got a i i ordered a camera lens uh at like three in the morning and it was there before i woke up Jesus. Yeah, um, it was like six hours, and it was delivered. Yeah, but but when people ask me, I'll be like, "Yeah, dude, fuck Amazon, fuck Jeff Bezos." <laughs> yeah. But then I'll be home and I'll be like, oh, I "Damn, I really want now. this double sided tape here, you know, by tomorrow morning." <laughs> You're like, hmm, I need to buy this fuck Jeff Bezos apron for cooking off of Amazon. I hope it's here for twelve hours. Thank Christ, I'm an Amazon Prime member. Yeah. Uh, I know I ordered Gatorade for like the the cooks on my line, like powdered Gatorade. I ordered. I was like, oh, it's not gonna be here until Sunday, and it was like two days. It was two day delivery, and I was like, this is the longest I ever had to wait for something. I might as well go to the store. Yeah, like. I mean, I am guilty of it too because I wanted to get Red Bull, but I didn't want to go to the store, so I ordered a case of it that was gonna be delivered between two and six. So it's it's not Mm -hmm. like that i haven't acclimated to that as well and i have some of those characteristics because i do enjoy ordering from amazon and getting it immediately that's what i've actually found out doing is ordering the mass amounts of energy drinks for myself it's like the way to go yeah i noticed you're doing that i don't have to fucking talk to people i don't have to sit next to people that are just coughing and snots coming out of their fucking face and they're not wearing also i mean you've saved yourself the gas the time that you would go into the store, the transaction, the germs, if you want to include that as well. All right, Jeff, um, calm down. <laughs> but calm you, down. you you do All it right. times <laughs> times twenty. If it's a twenty-four yeah. pack of Monster Energy, whatever mm-hmm. you do, you've you've saved yourself that whole thing twenty-four times, and yeah. that's the truth is you can do something better with that time, and it's it's yeah. crazy, but it is twenty twenty-one. Elijah's like I I I save myself the time of having to interact with meat eaters. <laughs> 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 yeah, I was afraid he'll run into people that might eat meat. How dare you! He's got, someone's got a pack of bologna in front of him in the line. He's just like tempted to swat it out of their hand. And all really, yeah. it's not the meat; it's the uh, fact that he's cut people up before. And he's like, mm, mm, "I want to eat you." Hunger is coming back. <laughs> I'm a vampire. That's why he actually went vegan was to curb his human appetite. Exactly. I remember how you taste. Like, oh, I can't eat any meat ever again because I've tried the real thing. Yeah, the forbidden. That's why he stayed at that job for so long? <laughs> Free snacks. <laughs> Free snacks. Amen. Forbidden. Elijah snack. Dahmer. There definitely was a time where I took. I was on lunch break, and I went to Taco Bell's. I, I worked pretty close to downtown Nashville, and I was at Taco Bell downtown, and I remember eating a burrito and looking down, and there's just like 
a hunk of human flesh like on my pants like next to my shoe like as i was eating taco bell and i was just like hmm you just reached down you're like oh drop that one oh remember that story yeah i thought you were about to be like and i was like could you cook this please (laughs) dropped it in his his hard shell taco yeah some more oh my god so does uh, your mild sauce have bone marrow in it (laughs) so do you guys you guys have a favorite song that you like playing live or just at all you know Mm. of yours that's just delicious uh somebody else go i feel like i go first every time but i like it this way <laughs> We're familiar okay. with it. It's... I think I think Terminate will be a really fun one. Um, yeah, I think I think that'll be a really fun one. I mean, we haven't really gotten a chance to do it right with COVID and everything, but um, but I think that'll be a really good one. I don't know. I, we have a song on our very first EP ever called Goodbye. Everyone's probably gonna laugh, but it's like one of my favorite songs we have, even though it's only like sixty seconds long. Um, and I really enjoy playing that one, so that's my answer. Figure you're up. Sorry, was the question a uh, song that we like like to play live? Yeah, yes. I have not yet been able to play a live show with Hard Reset yet because I joined. Right before yeah. pandemic, we literally had our rehearsals. I was so stoked, and then it all shut down. But my favorite to play at home and when I'm rehearsing is currently Debugger. Um, I like that song a lot. It's just the fast, the fast paced beginning, like right up in your face. Um, I hit my snare really, really hard, like un unnecessarily hard, and the the snares throughout the whole Norman will know exactly. What I'm getting at, the snares throughout the whole beginning of that song are just nonstop, and my hand gets so tired, and I love it. <laughs> You're like, this is this is fucking hardcore. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm very sorry. I have to step away for a second. I think the the dog is whining incessantly to Shame. go out. I will be right back. Shame. Um, I'd have to say, game over. I absolutely love playing game over live, but. Debugger is so cool too. That one's just a fun one to play faster. I when it comes to live shows, I like I like playing them all. I just enjoy doing them all. But my favorite would probably be just because of the crowd interaction that we get is Mount Crushmore. Yeah. Um we typically play that song last and that's we we typically have a pretty decent crowd reaction every time, and it's been awesome because it's we've been able to. It feels like revitalizing that that hardcore element to shows is the pylons and the two steps and the the uh, head walking and stage diving and whatnot. But in Mount Crushmore, we have a lot more of those pylons. We have a video from our game over EP release, and where we're playing Mount Crushmore, and you just see just a pile of bodies i like got on the floor because it was a low stage and it's just a pile of bodies jumping on top of each other to sing the last line of the song so that's probably my favorite one there you go yeah i think mountain crushmore was kind of the song you know 
obviously it was the name of the EP and everything too, the first we ever put out, but that song was definitely the most popular on that EP and, and me and Norman have talked and I, I think I'm down as, as maybe like uh, revamp that song and do a re-recording um, with a different sound to it just because we like that song a lot so much, kind of put it as like an extra on maybe another EP or something. That'd be fucking sick. I'm just excited like for live shows. I'll say it again, I'll keep saying it. Yeah. Just nonstop. Nonstop. Well, we're, uh, well, I'm trying You'll to book. To come to Nashville. Yes. You guys should come to Nashville for Nashville Heavy and Nashville Hot Chicken. Yes. Come to Grand Rapids for nothing. 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 Beer. Beer. Yeah, <laughs> beer. You like beer? There's lots of it here. Beer City USA. Copious amounts of beer. So because we, we all work full-time jobs and we can't really do the full-time touring thing, but I've been branching out to do weekend runs. So we have something scheduled for Florida in October. And I've been looking up north towards that area. Maybe we can come up to Michigan and play Ooh. two dates in Michigan. Damn. Ooh. Damn. I know a, um, a booking agent up here that does a pretty solid job. You'd be interested in that. I'll put you in contact with him. He's a solid guy. Ooh la la. He's very, very, we'll, he's a very good guy. So We'll just travel to meet you guys and then go home. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're we'll gonna, play a show on. We're going to lock your you in our basement. dungeon. So. Do it. We'll play a show for Chad there and then leave. <laughs> no, Chad's, Chad would love that. You have anything you want to say? It'll just be you guys in the basement playing Go Flag and us <laughs> locked upstairs. Playing the Star Spangled Banner. Sing it. <laughs> Lowering you down peppermint candies for each time you you play the the, the national anthem properly. You can only leave when you when you have rewritten photograph. <laughs> we play a lower of animals. <laughs> yeah, two step oh. version of animals. Lower a picture of the guy that wants to kill you and starve <laughs> us, so that when he lets out the little people, you'll let us out. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> got a surprise for you. <laughs> oh, you got a starving hardcore band. <laughs> He's just like, oh, that's pretty normal. So what else you got? <laughs> no, we've eaten them. No, we've given them food. They just had no instruments. So they're full of angst. That's good. That's good. That's like, like the offspring. Right. Throw a, what was I about to say? Throw my chemical romance in the basement. Don't let them talk to anybody. <laughs> Hawthorne Heights, that one's better. Don't let them go to Ohio. Jeez. I'm not gonna lie, I really love Hawthorne Heights. Yeah, me oh, too, dude. I was jamming it in the dish pit yesterday, just nonstop listening to fucking Hawthorne Heights and Chiodos. Yeah. Fucking Bayside. Oh, Bayside too. Yeah. I was having a full emo day yesterday some brand new in there oh yeah brand new is good for you is probably my favorite band of that genre oh yeah i don't know i say i still have to say bayside i fucking love bayside yeah bayside's a good one too i brand new got me really into newfound glory so that whole like era of pop punk i was super super into and even their evolution um when brand new switched to doing their softer yeah. style with the devil and God, 
I thought it was an amazing progression. Do you like brand new Lauren? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, I kind of like glossed, really skipped over the whole emo pop punk thing yeah. uh, when I was growing up. It never happened for me. I didn't have that uh, that phase at all. Just just didn't just didn't happen. Um, I found out a little bit about some of that music later, like Bayside. I found out about, mm-hmm. and I ended up liking that. Um, but uh, no, no, I never got into brand new. And then, um, yeah, no, no, I definitely. I can make you a mix CD if you want. <laughs> a mixtape? I'll, I'll make you a mixtape, and I'll post my favorite lyrics on my live journal and my Zanga <laughs> for you to read. I would love that. Norman's. It'll, can it be called Norman's Totally Awesome Mix too? Totally when, when i was a kid i used to name uh all my uh mixes lou's totally awesome mix and be number one and number two <laughs> and number three always did jams like summer jams lou's totally awesome mix i'm not even sure why i did that but uh they, they were pretty good mine what was just cool be called that? cd 16 yeah, just just write a number on the CD, and I knew which songs were. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You would remember exactly what songs were on each one. You didn't even have to write the songs on it. I might even have yeah. one of them in that CD case on the desk. Over Actually, there. I'm pretty sure you fucking do. I'm pretty sure there's a lose totally awesome yeah. mix in one of those. Because right when you said that, I was yeah. like, I think I've seen that. Yeah, it might be. I almost want to get up and get it. My mix CDs would always so be. It would just be like, the occasion with the number, like oh road trip number one. Or like smoking a blunt around the block, number two. Like <laughs> very specific. Yeah, like that was it. If we're going two blocks, we're not listening to it. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Turn it off. Going for one block. <laughs> going to the car dealer. Where's my two? Where's, where's my two block <laughs> one? Make three. Oh god. But now one? we have playlists. Yeah. So. I don't even think I use playlists. No. 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 I made a playlist for the podcast and i just haven't done anything with it i was gonna update it and i haven't had time to like devote i know we were gonna throw a song in there each like every week i just haven't had fucking... time to like devote myself to that yet with like school and this and work it's just been, been so much every time i start listening to a playlist i'm like God damn! Why did they choose this song to go in here? And then I start thinking like I could do a better job than them. And then I just <laughs> list, even though that's probably not true. I'd probably make a horrible playlist, but I'm just like I'm gonna go listen to what I want to listen to. I fucking I just do YouTube music, so I just start with the song and then it just generates a fucking playlist. Yeah, I just don't do any of that. I only use Spotify for the podcast. Yeah. It's like literally the only reason I have Spotify is to like listen to a song and sometimes i've never even listened to it on spotify sometimes i straight up have already listened to it on like i download all my music so i've already heard the song and i just go on spotify and share it so that i can yeah have that little bit um but i mean i i I do use spotify sometimes just not not as much it's like i'm like really not feeling like cruising the internet looking for friends um, i'll just throw on spotify and see what comes up or like i'll put on like the mixes they've made for me occasionally um i always i always look at the release radar too i always look at those um those are that's i found some pretty cool stuff uh looking off the release radar 
Yeah, they do a pretty good job with that. I tried Apple Music for a long time, and I think I, I like the layout of Apple Music a lot. But Spotify does a better job, I think, of, of whatever algorithm they use to give you like new music and like show you stuff you like. I think it's just a little bit. They've they've been doing it longer, so it's pretty good. Which is a perfect segue into my next question. How many hot dogs can you guys fit in your mouths? <laughs> what What is the number actually? Is it 11 or 13? I thought it was 13. It's it's either 11 or 13. I can't remember exactly. Either one of those is, is impressive. Yeah, I know you didn't bring up that impressive talent when we were talking about them. No, no, I definitely, uh, definitely kind of forgot about that. I mean... If I do ever come to one of your shows, I'm just bringing a pack of hot dogs, and we're, we're figuring this out. A couple packs, so we don't want to, have to those, share them. Get those fucking big Sam's Club bar-ass packs. It's like this fucking long. I just walk up dogs. to the stage, set a bag on it. Like, here we go. This is it. So, we're going to make a banner Norman just for that show with a huge hot dog on it. It says hard reset. Hard reset. <laughs> yeah, that'd be sick. Have it on, on the kick drum. Ketchup. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's either 11 or 13. There's a video of it. I have somewhere on my phone. Um, and I was going to keep going, but I was laughing so hard that I, I just couldn't couldn't do it anymore. No, I, I could fit more. I just yeah. was like, I just started laughing so much that I, like, I just couldn't keep going. It's like so. Chubby Bunny with hot dogs. Heard. Thank you. Mm. Nick, I don't know if Nick, uh, how, many, how many hot dogs could you fit in your mouth? I think 11 would be like i don't think that'd be the most i think 11 is where it would start to get like all right i gotta start finagling some space into these bitches so i can fit more i, I know i can put 90 straws in my ear so oh so not high enough though so i have to do that jam that no stop why did you do that <laughs> I was thinking, i'm sorry i was thinking about if i could fit quarters in my yeah. belly button yeah i can put 90 of those those like Bar straws or whatever I don't know. Yeah, the oh, 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 oh yeah, my yeah. earlobe. So it's not anymore, but like a year ago I could. So I don't wear my uh, ear things anymore. So. When I had mine uh, fully stretched out before surgery, I remember I could fit my iPhone five in there. I would just walk around with my iPhone five in there every now and then. Yeah. I've, I've definitely put an iPhone in my ear before. I don't remember which model it was. Yeah. I, I, I definitely jammed one in there. It doesn't, the picture of it looks really, really horrible. Like my <laughs> earlobe's going to snap at any, yeah. any given point. So. Stupid. Stupid. The stupid shit you do when you're fucking, oh, I can put a fucking ear. Like, put this in my ear. <laughs> like, nobody even brings it up, too. I'll just be like, I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to do it. It's like one time. <laughs> We had a bonfire, and I was like, let's see who can walk through the fire. And I just walked in the middle of the fire and stood there. <laughs> stood there. Fucking got a third-degree burn on my ankle. Fucking... Damn. Just stood there. That was funny. Yeah, I just stopped. Everyone's, like, looking at me. I just, just Yeah, and then he's stopped. he's wearing all black and then proceeds to, because, I like, I lived on a, on a farm. He proceeds to walk towards the horse pasture and then just fall asleep in the grass somewhere in the middle of the night. It's like... Four in the fucking morning, he's wearing all black in the middle of a black horse pasture. So then we fucking nowhere to be found for like an hour and a half until my one friend or one friend goes to pee and trips over him. Yeah. <laughs> was this before or after the burn? After the burn. You had to go that sleep was that night? Off. Yeah, that was that night. Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah. 
No, yeah, it was the night that we woke up and we played the we played on the uh, Nintendo the Switch, Switch the yeah. shaving game. Yeah. Oh, Did you ever play the shaving the, game uh, on the Nintendo Switch? One two Switch. Yeah. Norman, he was all burnt out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That joke was lit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, puns. Puns. Wordplay. It's my favorite. I was pretty I was pretty tuckered out that night though. Uh, was that the that was the party night when the stupid person showed up, right? Tried to take over the We had a get together for like one of my buddies that had passed away. Yeah, that was that night. And my ex decides to show up. Um, uninvited, obviously, and crash the event, and I just had to be like super. And I don't. It's not even like I just hate her, like as a person. And I don't want to say that like hate's a strong word, but I like I do. I guess I don't hate her. Despise. I don't want this person in my life because of how they treated me. I just don't want that kind of negativity around me anymore. So it's a person that I've like eighty six from my life, and so. It was just weird. I had to be like super civil, yeah, because I didn't want to like. You had to be good boy, Lauren. Yeah, because I like don't want to be violent anymore. And not that I would be violent towards her, but like people, I would get worked up, and then like I would just start getting pissy. So I would um I didn't want to be like negative and all bad, but it was stupid. It just kept being there and existing. Exist. <laughs> That's where they get you. They exist. They exist. Ah! How <laughs> dare exists. you? Yeah. yeah. God damn it. They exist. That night was wild. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You guys ever had any wild nights? Ever? In the history of your lives? <laughs> Which one of you is the Not rowdy? Me. Who's rowdy? Tell me your secrets. The most rowdy. <laughs> Not me. Probably. Not and me. We're, we're probably all gonna say not me. Yeah, it's it's statistically <laughs> impossible that it's me. I spend <laughs> I spend every waking moment in this room by myself. So uh, it's pretty rowdy. That is pretty rowdy. Yeah, I don't think very, any of us are rowdy. Very yeah, cavalier not people. really. We're pretty solemn people. Go to church. I did go to go to bed at one a.m. once. Damn. That's naughty. Naughty, naughty boy. I was definitely in bed trying to fall asleep at like 9.30 last night. (laughs) (laughs) Me and Lauren here. A lean night. Six in the morning one day and and, uh, knocked a hole through the wall. Found a mummy. A tomb. A mummy tomb in our wall. Six in the morning. That's your hard reset time. <laughs> and we're back is that why you punched a hole in the wall reset. and found a mummy? No, <laughs> there was definitely hard reset played that. Yeah, there definitely. Sure. Yeah. Um, why the fuck did? Oh, I think it was. We're both drunk playing Army of Two, and nice. We fucking. He was like, "There's a toilet in our corner," and right above that toilet, he's like, "It looks like a like a thing here. It sounds hollow." And I was like, "Punch a hole through it. If you don't punch a hole through it, I'll punch a hole through it." And he's like, "All right," and just punches a hole through it. And then we ended up finding a like thirteen foot by five foot room. There's literally just a fucking room that no way to get in besides this tiny little hole. Hmm. 
There's a cage down there too. Yeah, there's a there's a hamster cage. But we don't know. I mean, we just saw <laughs> pieces of yeah, cage. There's a cage down there. There's a cage, pieces of a cage on the ground. And then ever since, like ever since then, everything's gone wrong. Yep. Was it? I feel like after? earlier you brought up someone caging little people, <laughs> and that kind of sounds like maybe it's related. It's now, full circle. So. It's full circle. Well, fuck. Jokes on you, it's me. It's me. I'm, I'm gonna get you. <laughs> I knew it was Nick this whole time. <laughs> I'm actually gonna hunt myself. Gonna ask. It's so obvious. This is all just a manifestation of my schizophrenia, and I'm just gonna hunt myself down and kill me. This this whole none of this actually exists. <laughs> it's a dream you had. I'm just talking to myself. Nick's just sitting over there, just watching me eating popcorn. This is just, this I'm is entertainment. <laughs> there he goes again, talking about the midget's gonna kill him. Little people. Little people. <laughs> Sorry, God. Don't mean to offend the little people. Well, boys, I have to work very early in the morning, so I think uh, we're going to move towards wrapping this up, if that's okay with you. All right. Sure. Absolutely, man. Yeah, I got a nice long journey ahead of me tomorrow. Yeah, you do. Um, but Good you work, guys man. got anything you want to talk about first? Anything you want to say? Anything going on with Hard Reset? Any shout outs, mention anything you want to get off your chest, like you love me, um, anything at all? Damn. Uh, uh, no, I Shout out Sam Schneider for being the best yeah. and uh, making the record sound so good. Shout out Austin Scherzberg for the video for Virtue Signals. We had an, uh, just a lovely time working with him, as always do. Um, Justin Talley, as uh, known as uh, aka Seji, who did the Terminate EXE video. It's uh such a it's just such a blast to work with all these cool people. And uh I guess thank you for everyone who has purchased, bought, shared any of it. Thank you to those people. Yeah, big shout out to people buying merch, you know, even through the <clears throat> pandemic and a lot of that went directly to, you know go right back into music videos and other stuff um so big shout out to people supporting even though shows aren't happening um big shout out to you guys i hope that uh your next segment on podcasts works out where you can go to shows and share some of that culture because i mean i'm gonna be following it that's super sick that's a way to bring people in i love it Thanks yeah, for definitely. having me. Yeah, thank you guys. Yeah, and to reiterate, reiterate their points and David's uh, shout out to you guys for even having us. We're very, very grateful that you thought we were um, worthy of having on your podcast to even talk to us. So we're very grateful for that. Um, great personally, shout out to these three guys because I love them to the moon and back and they make Hard Reset absolutely worth doing every single day. Hard read it. Hard reset exists because of these three, and it makes me want to do it and pursue it more and keep releasing music. Yeah, just because I get to share it with these guys. So, shout out to them. Fuck yeah! All right. Bless you. Okay, boys. You guys got anything else you want to say? Anything you want to talk about? Nothing. Maybe. Stop. Nope. No. Listen to breakdowns. Listen to breakdowns. Listen to breakdowns. Listen to hard. All you need. Listen to hard reset. Going. Check out their fucking new song that just came yeah. out. 
check out when did that come out music. a couple weeks ago may 22nd may 22nd so almost a month uh check it out check out hard yeah. reset nashville heavy uh nashville chicken nashville chicken uh hot dog city usa thank you guys for joining us hey, thanks for coming on you guys are all Absolutely. sweet princes and beautiful you baby are. boys yeah. things, out of, <laughs> things out of a conversation. yeah thanks for having us man all thank right. you anytime get some sleep if you're gonna sleep if not do whatever you want god don't be staying up till one god wills it okay and don't stay up till one all right yeah don't stay up past bedtime <laughs> yeah, don't tell god please yeah. you, get to, you, get, you guys get to bed right now i don't need to tell him he sees all yeah. he's, <laughs> he's making, that's very true making a list and checking it twice about something. yeah no it's god it's god god has the reindeer god is santa yeah God made reindeer. We're all God. Reindeer is gods. Reindeer is gods. There you go. We figured it out. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. Yeah. Y'all have a good night. Yep. See you on Sunday. Yeah. Church. Have a good night, guys. All right. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. 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 Bye.